Hey guys, back on the Live Fit Podcast. Today I've got Mila from um, Revo Fitness. I'll let you introduce yourself. Hey, uh, yeah, so Mila, actually, yeah, Revo Fitness, um, that's where I work from, but I'm owner of Nest Fitness, personal training and yoga teaching. Cool. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so what's um, what's some of the things that made you get into the industry? Like, what's your, what's your backstory? Where'd you... What's up? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Like where I started in the beginning. Like yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what's yeah. That's like what what made you start. I'm not going to tell you the whole that's okay, <laughs> life yeah. story, but um, horseback riding was something that got me into kind of like something competitive and and sports, if you can call that sports. Yep. And um and yeah, I I kind of quit that um before I was even twenty. So that was in my teens. And then I just needed something and gym was quite, you know, obvious option. You can just go there anytime. You didn't yeah. have to, you know, horses is like all or nothing. So anyway. This was in Finland, yeah? That was in Finland, yes. yeah, where I'm yeah. from. Yeah. yeah. And you grew um, up most of your time there? Yeah, I've only been here in Australia for five years now. Wow, yeah. Oh, 2000 and, yeah, 2015, 14, late that year I yeah. came here. But, um... Yeah, so then I started going to a gym and I went to a gym for a couple of years, got to know a couple of local coaches at my gym and um, people who were quite into that, like kind of like fitness shows back then. Yep. And this was literally 2003 and 2004 wow. when I did two shows, so IFBB ones, yep. um, because I just wanted to compete in something. And that was back in the days. I don't even know how it works. You would know better, but I don't even know how it works anymore. Is there like... Is it just a figure kind of like you just, as a woman, you get on the stage in your bikinis and you've been judged by the, you know, how you look? Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. like the, the fitness type competitions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, how you judge, but um, like they, they have the different categories. So obviously yeah. like uh, the higher up the category, so you like, like bikinis, usually the, the softer look and then they've got the... Um, fitness, which is a bit more muscular, and they usually do the aerobics sort of things. Is that well? Is that this what is the thing what I did. To, yeah, the fitness so, wasn't it. So it was the aerobics thing. Yeah. Um. So that was one round, and then you got judged by obviously um, the bikini round. Was yes. Like yes. Yeah, so it was equivalent to fitness. Yeah, yeah, but you had to do like two minute, like a free round kind of wow. thing, which had uh, somersaults and <laughs> you know like push ups and wow, back, yeah, yeah. back flips and stuff like that. And I have no gymnastic background, um. So I was training quite a lot yeah. for, for that back then but but yeah <clears throat> then I had an amazing coach and everything and I know that um she would have helped me to get far in that because I think there was there were a lot of people who were kind of like believing in me they were like this is your future you can do this yeah. but going through a couple of really harsh diets um, back then, 2003, 2004, at least, even though I thought that I had pretty, pretty good, like really good coaches, I reckon dieting, like, you know, reverse dieting and stuff like that wasn't really a thing. Yeah. So messed up my body and, you know, hormonal like cycle. Mental and, health as well, uh, mental Yeah, health. it did affect on that. I wouldn't say that it got me to a anything like eating disorder type of thing, but it's definitely one thing there that is always kind of like knocking on the door when you... Yeah. And that was my... Like, I was 21, 20 and 21 back then. So, yep. yeah. So then I decided, I was like, okay, I probably won't be able to keep going um, with this one. Like, not in a way that I would like to because already back then, I was like, this is not healthy. Yes. It's not healthy for me, at least. I'm not saying how it is now. I'm yep. just saying that at least back then, for me, it wasn't that healthy. So... 
then again, I get going to the gym, getting into crew fitness, doing the pump classes yeah, and yeah. all that that stuff. And but then I started skydiving, which was the huge thing for 14, 13, 14 years wow. in my yeah. life. So I started that um, two thousand and five, and yoga, all the all the cardiovascular fitness, running aerobics. And gym obviously complemented that really well because you need to. It's it's a sport. People don't think that oh, jumping out of the airplanes. It's not really a sport. It's pretty full on. <laughs> but it's yeah. it's pretty full on. It's it's definitely a sport to learn. Um, yes, but to, doing it by yourself as well. Yeah, like that's a that's a whole nother level to jumping out, being attached to someone. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So have you done that? Me, no, I haven't actually. Never? I think the weight limit was a uh, hundred dollars. Uh, it is kilos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, hundred kilos. You could have long. done that a couple of years back. Yeah. I've seen photos <laughs> of you. Yeah, it was. <laughs> It would have worked out, but um, yeah, no, interesting touching on that. Like, um, uh, you've always had like a very competitive type background. I guess so. Yeah, I was I, everything that I've done full on, I've competed at least once or twice yep. to a certain level, but not to go to the like all the way to be the top. But just yeah, so but that it's fun. It's enjoyable. Yeah, 100%. Exactly. Yeah, I can, I can mm. relate to that a lot. Um, yeah. And you find that translates a lot, a lot now into probably how you like you um, train now and plus how you coach your clients and you run your business. That's uh, You're always trying to push yourself that little bit. Yeah, Yeah, like totally. progress in Well, some you way. know, you've seen me training people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I push my push my people, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, sports you, you play. So it would have been um, horse riding for you and then you started bodybuilding then went into um skydiving yeah. yoga that, that's really awesome and how, how do you find that like um if you don't mind me coming back around onto it but no, that's okay. how, how do you find it like defines you now as a coach and what you do and like as a trainer like how do you how do you put that into um your clients that experience uh i think everything that you do that you need to have a reason to do it that's probably something because if you don't have that goal or end goal or some or something to work towards, but you just kind of like free flailing and do something, um, I, again, there's different kind of people, but that's probably me as a coach. Yep. I yep. come up with something where we work towards. Yes. So whether yep. like honestly, it can be okay. We really don't know how to squat, or yep. and and how hard is squatting after all you sit down on your couch and stand up yeah, many yeah, times a day easy, right? <laughs> but it's still not like yeah. you know so so we can always better it so whether whether it's that or some bigger bigger goal goal but i think that's that's me you yeah. know and yeah. yoga yoga is a big thing for you like yeah. you um did you find a point in your life where you, like yoga was um like relieved a lot of stress for you and that comes into your teachings now yeah totally so i've always done yoga and and uh, stretching was bigger back then yoga wasn't really yeah. that big but um I, I only got my yoga teaching um, trainer 200 hour trainer um other teacher um certificate maybe 2017 so okay, it's, yeah. it's not long ago but um but yeah it's definitely something that um i still go back to as a kind of like a <laughs> training for my brain yes you know 100%, like it's just another muscle yeah 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 very cool yeah. Um, and I, I noticed like um, because me and Mila we work in the in the same gym um, I noticed one thing she does really well for clients is uh, using those stretches like a lot of those poses for your clients because like most of uh, most of our general population, they come in um, so tight and, you know, sitting at a desk or sitting in the car all the time. So 
being able to implement that into your clients is yeah. really awesome. Yeah, yeah. Love that. Um, cool. Let's touch on it. Like, uh, what's some, so you've been a personal trainer for about five years? Or yeah, full-time yeah. five years. Yeah. yeah. Cool. How's that transition for you coming across from where you used to? Because if I remember correctly, it was marketing you used to work yeah. in. Yeah. 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 If you don't mind, would you mind talking about that? No, no. That's yeah. that's totally fine because I think like, you know, when, when people ask like, how did you end up to this industry? And, and, um, and most people are like, well, I really felt like I need to help people. And, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I just want to be there to help people. To be honest, I got out, uh, I got into this, this industry to help myself to get out of the corporate world. Yes. Being yeah. locked up in the office from nine to five, which is never really nine to five. It was always seven to seven or yeah, something like yeah. that. Um, it's a bit crazy, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and I yeah. remember you telling um, in your previous podcast that you used to be corporate as well. Yes, yeah, yeah. I used yeah. to work in office with, you know, nice Thinking like, and, I want to be doing oh, deadlifts at the gym. Yeah, yeah it was like 9 a.m. in the morning and I was like, is it 5 o'clock yet? I'm like, no, it's not okay. Just sit here for a bit longer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, try to look busy. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. That's, I, it just resonated with me because I was like, I was exactly the same, especially, um, so I was in uh, media and advertising, marketing. Yep. That's, and that's for a firm here in Perth, or was that? No, that was in Finland. Okay, yep. And then um, then I moved here 2014, late, later that year, got pretty much straight away a job in West Perth, one of the uh, media and um, advertising agencies there, because I had like almost 10 years wow. um, experience. Yeah. And, um, and I remember the first day when I started and I was sitting in that open office, you know, phones ringing and um, obviously there were a couple months um, kind of like a period when I couldn't work because I moved here and we were sorting yes. out my visa and working permits and yeah. all that so <clears throat> once I got there and I was like holy shit I'm I'm in Perth this is like amazing if if you know if you've been traveling and you've been to northern Europe it's literally like Perth winter is our summer and it only lasts for two months. Yeah, it's crazy, though. Yeah. <laughs> and this is not even exaggerating. Bad years, that's how it is. And now, because of whatever global warming or whatever it is, we don't really get too much um, snow even during yep. the winters. So it's really dark and, and wet and rainy and, you know. Quite miserable in a way. Yep, yeah. yep, definitely. Especially, if, uh, yeah, I, I found it really hot there. Um, so then I'm here and I'm like sitting in the office, the best part of the day. I'm like, no, I don't want to do this. Like, this. how do I, yeah. yeah, yeah. How do I build myself a lifestyle where I can basically decide what to do? And yes, I'm going to still be working hard. And I, I, I know I need to work hard if I want to get to where I am or get to where I want to go and be. But, you know, and this is the, you know, that's probably the biggest thing. Don't take me wrong. I do want to be there to help people as well. I didn't just like, Eeny, meeny, miny, I'll just do the PT. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> it's kind of, you figure it out along the way though, don't you? It's a lot of it. It's like, you yeah. know, I was very similar in a way. It was just a, it was a means to get out of what I was doing and do something I loved, which was, you know, I love training. But yeah. I suppose when you get busy with business, you realize yeah. that you don't get to train as much as you, exactly. as you thought you could at the start. So, yeah, um, yeah no, that's really cool. And that's, you know, it takes, I suppose that took a lot for you, one, to be able to move from another country. Was English your first language when you moved? No, no, no. no. So that's it, it's own Finnish is my, I always say that um, English, English is like my second and a half language. Oh, because yeah. Finland is, we have two languages, so it's Finnish and Swedish. Oh, wow, yeah. Um, so we have to learn Swedish from third grade, grade onwards, but like any language, if you don't really use it all the time, 
and where I'm from, that part of Finland, we don't really speak it. Yeah. But all of our signs, like road signs and everything, is always Finnish and Swedish as well. well. So yeah. I, um, I, I can understand and I can follow the conversation in Swedish, but I always respond in English. Yes. So that's yeah. why it's my second and a half language. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So that would have set its own challenges uh, in itself. You know, moving from, um, you know, moving from a country pretty much halfway around the world yeah. to Perth, and then making a whole career change as well. Like that's uh, that's that's really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool, and 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 obviously I got my PT qualifications back in Finland. Yeah. So I did that as a, like a nighttime studies and weekend studies um, while I was still working corporate um, full time, um, and um, and I learned everything like literally everything um, in Finnish. So we do have to learn, for example, muscles and joints and bones and everything in Latin, yeah. which is very close to English, but we have the words in Finnish as well. So, and that was the main in the test and everything. So you put that in your head, like, wow. for example, quadriceps. So that is called nelipainen reisilihas in oh. Finnish. <laughs> really long words, yes, nothing yeah, yeah. to do with Latin, nothing to do wow. with English. And then I come here and I was like, oh. And I had to start literally learning it again yeah. so that I know the vocabulary in, in English. Now, I've had a couple of Finnish clients here, people who live here and they from Finland and they come and train with me and I can't train them in Finnish anymore. <laughs> like I literally, I'm, I'm doing this Finnish yeah, English. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Because eh? you think like a lot of the uh, English words, you know, they come from you know, Latin terms yeah. and Finnish is just completely different completely. language. Wow. Yeah, I, didn't know, I didn't know that. That's, that's really cool. Do you speak um, any other languages, by the way? Or is no, it, probably no. just gibberish. That's about it. Oh, yeah. that's, that's, a good, that's a good skill though. <laughs> um, cool. Let's go to our next question. So um, what's some things you've learned? Because you've, you've been a PT for now about five years. What's some things Things you learned along the way and things you've unlearned, um, you know, in your own, yeah, it could be business, could be um, in your, um, you know, your trainings or. Yeah, I was thinking about this and I was like, mm. first of all, when, when you start as a full-time PT, and I don't know if you share this, but, and this sounds horrible, back in hope, hopefully none of my old clients are going <laughs> to listen to this podcast, but, um, or old, old clients, but I think like, you know, um, the first 20 to 50 clients in the first year when, when you start as a full time are literally just guinea pigs. Yes. Like you, you, you test everything and you, you, it's like trial and error and trial and success. And then you just pick from there. Yeah. Um, I think one of the biggest ones, maybe it's because of my background and how I train myself. And it, I think the biggest learning for me um, during these five years has been definitely the fact that most of my clients, um, they don't need to be three, treated like athletes. Yes, yeah. um, the, general, the general population. Yeah, and I, I, I kind of hate that, um, that term, general population, yeah. even though I use that as well. But, Everybody is in, the, in, in um, an individual and they have certain needs, they have certain backgrounds, they have certain stress levels and, yes, and um, family yeah. situations and everything. But to learn that every single person needs just enough physical activity in their life to get where they want to be. Yes, and trying to teach and that not more, yeah, 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 but not more than that. Not like, you know, you as a, as a trainer, you know, like it's... Um, you just get almost too much training in 
some weeks and some yeah, days. Yeah, you almost overdo it. Like you, get, you know yourself. You yeah. Know, you get to a point where you almost uh, cook or um, overtrain. Burn out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and treating clients with a certain kind of balance and being able to go to <clears throat> kind of like they life a little bit they actually have a life they are not like us when they are not standing and walking around the gyms and being that world all the time they they actually have a life (laughs) yeah yeah exactly that's that's a big thing i learned too is that your clients your your most common type clients are the ones that have you know they might have a business they might have the kids they might have the family they got a mortgage all they want to be told is what to do at that time they don't really care about anything else outside of that you know what i mean so it's like you almost have to learn that um compassion in a way or that understanding for for people like uh that have the that amount of stress in their life yeah yeah and i think in a in a sense I don't know, like unlearned. I I couldn't come up with anything. I, there's definitely things that I've dropped off from my repertoire yeah. Yeah. because it just doesn't work. Whether it's human interaction ways of interacting with your clients or yep. certain cues with yes. their yeah. uh, certain exercises, you just don't get it through with anyone. So that's yeah. like yeah, look in the mirror. It's, it's not the person <laughs> who you're teaching. It's it's you, the teacher. Yeah, and that's so important. A lot of people yeah. don't get that, right? It's yeah. Like, you know, why aren't people taking my ways? And like, there's been plenty of times I've had that too. Yeah. Particular things I'll try to teach people. I'm like, okay, well, this is just clearly not working. Yeah. <laughs> like, it might be a very small 1% or 2% that will um, respond to that type of, yeah. you know, that type of cue or that type of method. But um, yeah, most people, you just gotta, yeah, you gotta adapt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I guess you kind of like unlearn things, but I don't have anything that I've gone full on to something like different diets or, or, or ways of training. Like CrossFit is big for me at the moment. Yeah. Um, and being for the last year and a, and a half, almost two years, but it's not something that I push for my clients. I definitely take yes. the learnings from there, but I do understand that not everybody is CrossFitter. And, and don't want to do things like that. <laughs> yeah, up ropes yeah. and things on all your clients. Yeah, yeah but exactly. like you love it. I love yeah. that stuff. And, and uh, yeah, and I definitely take some philosophies from that because after all, it's like preparing your body and... For like, war. <laughs> yeah, if you work. That's <laughs> pretty much what CrossFit is. It's preparing for war. <laughs> preparing CrossFit for soldiers. <laughs> yeah, I guess. The, the one thing is, like, CrossFit has a really, really negative, at least in some some groups of people, it has a really negative kind of, like, echo or whatever you call it. Um, it's, it's really not, like, I feel like ever since I started learning that, um, and maybe it's just the gym that I ended up that I was really lucky with CrossFit Claremont um, and the coaches there. But I feel like um, I've learned a lot when it comes down to like, and unlearned actually common misunderstandings of yeah, CrossFit. I'm not here to talk yeah. <laughs> all the pros and cons of CrossFit. Oh, but you I'm go just, for it. It's fine. <laughs> it's but, your time. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying that it's, um, it's definitely like people in general, what I heard um, before I, I went there and I don't know why I was drawn to it. I guess I was watching like Fittest on Earth or oh, Netflix or something not. like that. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, yeah, yeah they incredible. are in a it's war just, there. Yeah, it's a that, war zone. It's absolutely incredible. <laughs> it yeah. is. But it may be the fact that these people are so capable. It's not about strength because I've been focusing on really building, like building the, the body and, and, getting stronger yeah. um, but it's more mental. about the skill yeah. the fact that um, that you kind of 
learn skill after skill, whether it's Olympic lifting and technique is a really big thing. So like I said, ending up to a gym where it's really rare that they let um, new um, people to do something with high intensity if they are, if there is a risk for them to injure themselves. So it's kind of like we have weightlifting classes, which is literally uh, building the strength and, and like really nailing that um, technique. Um, and then the intensity comes comes after that. Yeah, so which is a I smart think, way to do it, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And that's how it should be. But I think that's the biggest misconception when it comes to CrossFit, that you just yeah. go and start throwing heavy barbells and then you break yourself. It's not CrossFit yeah. that breaks people, it's, it's people the themselves. It's the, it's the coaching. Or, or coaching, it, you know? yeah, in some ways, yeah. You know, like you can probably, let's say there's, I don't know off the top of my head, let's say there's 5,000 CrossFit gyms across mm. the nation, right, Australia, and you got um, just maybe three of those that have terrible coaches that, you know, get people to max out every time and injure oh, themselves. Yeah. And they tell 100 people, they tell 1,000 people, and they, they, all those gyms get a bad name. And yeah. It's like, you know, that, it's like anything that's advertised to the masses, I suppose. It only takes one... Uh, bad you know, one, egg. Yeah, you yeah. Bad egg to, you know, put a bad tarnish on something. So, oh, totally. It's, um, yeah, no, it's really good. Like, um, I, I did um, CrossFit with that Razor. Yeah, bone. I remember you telling me. Yeah, yeah. Um, did that for about six months with him at Range of Motion. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, you know, I just... I, I, again, I'd heard a lot of bad things, and I'm not, I'm not one to ever try to talk down on something without at least trying it first. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I loved it. Um, I just realised that my goals didn't match up because I ended up, I was, had too much on my plate at one time, and I realised if I was ever going to do that, I have to come back to it another time because right now my goals was to you know get put more kilos on certain lifts. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And trying to do that while keeping a high aerobic fitness, one thing was gonna is like say so had to give. Of do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, um, yeah very. You didn't try choice. to be a crossfitter. You wanted to be a lot stronger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah as much as I loved it, and at the same time, I was actually trying to um, start boxing again because it's something I did when I was younger. Oh, okay. And um, ended up just. Um, ruining the meniscus in one of my knees, which is still causing me issues today. Yeah. But again, it's just managing your stress load, yeah, I suppose. And you'd find is. that with um, CrossFit, if there's one thing it does teach you when you're working that high intensity, is how to manage your total load on your body and your mind. Yeah. Because, um, you know, you're Recovery. in that last... Yeah, like you're in that last, like, you know, couple... You could be in the last minute of a, you know, 30-minute waddle, you know, yeah. run, and you just your body's screaming, and it's just being able to manage that all the way through to the end, um, which... I suppose would make you love it so much because yeah. you come from a competitive background and being able to push yourself that little bit each time makes uh yeah it would, um I suppose it makes you happy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's obviously pros and cons. And it like I said, it's it's not for everybody, but I love the variety of it. So it's not just barbells, it's not just kettlebells, it's not just bodyweight movement, yeah. which is it's also a so big much, thing. Yeah. <laughs> but like I got really um, interested in it because it involves a lot of gymnastic stuff, yes, which is yeah. not high in- intensity stuff at all. You, you like have to take your time, yeah. yeah, to it learn. Humbles you a lot. Oh, totally! Yeah. Like ring muscle ups and bar muscle ups, but that what keeps me going. There's always something you can learn or get better, and um, obviously Olympic lifting because it's so technical. Yeah, like if you don't have the technique, bit. you yeah. just won't get the weight off the floor <laughs> and if you're just a little bit tired 
Like you notice if you're just a little bit too fatigued from the last workout or from the day before, it just throws you off like technique wise, doesn't it? So exactly. It's yeah. such a like out of all the strength sports, Olympic weightlifting as itself, I find is like the most fascinating because yeah. you know one, it's so technical and it just takes a slight tiniest mill to be off on you know the amount of power you put through one phase yeah. or transition, and that you know that's no lift. Yeah. Um, you don't you don't get it like especially on a snatch or like a clean. It's um. Yeah, there's, there's so much to it. It yeah. can take like 10 years to perfect that one movement. I yeah. know, and still yeah. you can, you know, yeah. <laughs> miss, miss a lift. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to chat about that for you. Is actually, um, how do you find, like, the clients that do want to learn those little lifts, do you find your, like, that's, um, like, do you find challenges in teaching um, or translating that across the clients? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing with clients, uh, not everybody needs to learn how to, how to clean, for example. Yeah. I reckon to a certain point, everybody needs to know how to squat. So to a certain point, everybody needs to know how to deadlift. Yeah, pick that, off the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> it's, it's simple, just a functional yeah. movement, which again, yeah. functional, the word has been overused in a sense, but yeah. it is preparing you for not war, yeah. like you said earlier, but for <laughs> everyday life. life. Yeah, picking a child off of the ground, yeah. or picking the groceries yeah. up. Or like, you know, and actually activating the right muscles by doing it and doing it yeah. the right yeah. way. And yeah. so, but when it comes down to like, yeah, I'm teaching people like early stages of cleaning, something really um, um, obviously um, not heavy deadlifts. I got a couple clients who got, honestly, they are over 100 kilos um, that they're deadlifting for, for women. That's, yeah, that's, that's already pretty good, yeah, especially good, yeah. if you just, you know, a general population kind of thing. Well, you don't do mom. a lot more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, like not just the mum, but I mean, like when you, when you, when you say, I suppose, just mum or as a mum, like um, you got so many stresses on about to yeah. hit that is such a big golf thing. Yeah, like, that's a really cool achievement. Yeah, yeah. but this uh, the one sep- the one thing that separates those clients from the ones that um, don't really or separate separates those clients from those clients that I don't necessarily teach even um, those movements, movements are yeah. the ones that that this. The difference is those people are actually asking me. They see my Instagram or yeah. or they've seen it somewhere or they're just like, hey, can I learn this and this? And then we start learning it. Or I kind of like introduce it to them and then they pick it up from there. So best exercise for anyone is exercise that they like. Yeah, and they can do yeah. like forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Like, I'm a big believer in that is that... um. The, you know, the best type of exercise for weight loss or fat loss is yeah. whatever you can do, you know, three to four or five times a week for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it's just part of the active, healthy Makes lifestyle. Sense. Yeah. yeah. You know, even for some people, uh, even now, this is something I've probably changed my belief on over the past couple of years. I said, look, if just walking, going for a walk every day is all you can manage, do that. Like, yeah. that that's going to be the best thing for you. Yeah. Um, there's no special program. There's no special diet. I'm like, just go for a walk. Yeah. that's all you can manage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Do something. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, um, one of the things you used to work in, um, this is a little bit off topic, but mm-hmm. um, you used to work in marketing and you're just saying like how your clients, um, you know, they, they get inspired off what they see you do online. Like how do you how do you find that's, um, just in your own experience, how do you find that's like shaped, you know, the way we personal train now of going online and um, even with COVID, I suppose, you know, like because you're mm-hmm. doing virtual sessions yeah. um, with the shutdown gyms. Um, in case, what depending on what time you listen to this podcast, our gyms were shut down for the last three months. So, um, just adapting. about to open. Woo-hoo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just about to open in a couple of days, which is awesome. But yeah, how do you how do you find that? Like your um, the online training and marketing and things like that. Well, obviously, my background was uh, 
helping me a lot. Yes. Um, yeah. Having the understanding that I need to have a um, website that actually has a good Google presence and um, every all the like algorithms and and the stuff. All that you know, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, goes, oh, goes way in my head too. Yeah. These days, like this is the thing. Five years off from that um, industry, like it's marketing, changed. advertising, it's changed so much that yeah, I wouldn't wow. know anymore. But I I had the knowledge that I need to have that. Yeah. Um, I know that one of the biggest, you know, personal trainers normally get get people by word of mouth and all that. Yes. Yeah. Um, and of course, it works for me as well to the point. But um, but the leads are coming in um, mainly from the website that I have, yeah. and it's very well built thanks to thanks to my ex partner who um, who built it for oh, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and yeah, that's. That's really it. I think it's only lately, maybe the last year, when I've started um, maybe getting um, more people coming through other social, uh, social platforms. platforms. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's. I think all it helped was the fact that I had the knowledge what I need. If I didn't know how, um, how to do it, I at least I knew I need to hire someone to do it for yes. me. Yeah. Um, other than that, it's. I think it's just it's just been common sense. Like when the COVID thing happened. I had a week before they closed the gyms. I was pretty sure, and like you said earlier, that, yeah, that yeah. you knew already that they're gonna close at some yeah, point. Yeah, I knew at some point, just no win. It's and just then gonna like, happen. Three days later, I was like, oh, well, well, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had that week when I sent my clients, um, I started calling them and, and sending messages saying like, okay, if worse comes to worse, we're gonna be online, we're gonna be outdoors, we sort it. Um, so it just comes down to that, like, I guess, common sense and how much you want it. But yeah, exactly. I'm sure there's been a lot of PTs just sitting back and just... Um, I think they have well-off parents or partners. Oh, something, yeah, <laughs> something. Yeah, or some, just straight so, to JobKeeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's very true. It does, um, you know, situations like this does make or break you as a, as a business person. Yeah, and oh, as, um, this is something, actually, I'm, I'm just out of curiosity. How did you, what was your mental state? On that um, that Sunday, for example, when Pretty Mark McGovern, exactly, you're, honestly, you the, you're the, probably the only person who said the same exact thing. Sorry, yeah, um, yeah, I'm yeah. Just right the microphone. In case you heard that, that's a little punch in the couch. <laughs> I'm so excited that someone else felt the same way. Like, don't take me wrong, I might have cried, I might have had a half a bottle of wine that Sunday night, um, but. And that's all the balance. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. And it was just out of like that, like stress reaction. Like, okay, it's happening. Yeah. It's happening. It's happening. And what's the procedure? Um, but then came the excitement. I needed this change. I needed to see if I can thrive through something that has never happened before yeah. and keep yeah. my business going. And yeah, like thanks to my amazing yeah. clients as well. Everybody were adventurous enough to like, okay, let's see how it works online or yeah, yeah we will come to the oval where I've been training them and no one's, like literally everybody's been amazing. I lost maybe two clients. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah same, like, same here is like the excitement of the challenge. Yeah. Like, I love a challenge. Like if you, if you said to me, if you said something to me like, cash, can you do this? I'm like, don't know, but I'll give it a go. Like yeah. I'm always, I've always That's had that awesome. type of attitude. So um, you know, when I said gym's shown, I was like, give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> like, try and try another way. You just find another way. And I suppose like, um, now I don't I don't know much about your personal life, but you know, from things you mentioned about moving countries and changing career, 
that's very similar type of mindset that puts you into something like a gym closing down like yeah. you run your business so you've almost had that similar type experience or feelings where something's about to happen you're like holy shit it's actually about to happen yeah. this could be life changing don't know yeah. what's going to happen so in a way you'd be prepared for that um, you know conditioned for it in yeah. certain parts of your life but that's awesome that you said excited because that that's exactly what I'm going to tell from now on yeah. when someone asks like how did you take it what, <laughs> what, what were you thinking I was like Yes, I was stressed that couple hours that Sunday night. And yeah. then when it's just like, I was excited. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. something new. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, because you've been at, um, you've been working in a gym, I suppose, for most of the time. You've oh, yeah, yeah, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, to change your business overnight online mm-hmm. to outdoors, yeah. um, which is really just another way of running your business, um, is, um, yeah, it's, it's a new challenge and a new uh, excitement. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you seek any if you were seeking any um guidance or if you were talking to other people i know that that's that's your thing as well to pick people's brains yeah, and yep, yep. kind of like um and i like that that's that's me as well i think re- i i just want to mention it because you said that you'd be going to rome um rent yep. of motion because dan williams um i've never met him in person or anything like that but i think at the beginning of this COVID thing when he posts a lot of things online, um, videos for, for yeah. personal trainers, like kind of like, he's, um, he's got some cool stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, one of his videos was really, really helpful. I don't have to go into that any more than that, but it was like literally kind of like how you price yourself, what you need to be doing during. And that was literally the week when gyms were closing or closed. Yeah. So either one of those weeks. And, um, and yeah, I just, I was like, okay, this is, this is the content I need to find online yes, and, yeah. and it's just, you know, I'll, I'll get through this and then, you know, you just get through. Yeah. Yeah. Gym's about to open. There's a lot of people yeah. that, you know, like you said, you know, it makes or breaks you, do, um, things like that. Yeah. Um, how have you found like, um, like, Hey, like I suppose we're being quite lucky because the weather's been good. Um, with the outdoor training, it's only <laughs> yeah. it's only probably the last two weeks. It's been a bit um. Been yeah, a bit last crappy. week was amazing. It was raining every day. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah, that's that's true. That, that puts its own challenges. But again, yeah. it's like um, you know, if you have got your own life, uh, you're an adult, and you pay your own bills. It's um, it is it is a challenge in itself to manage your own business. And yeah. Then, um. Uh. Yeah. Being able to adapt is probably. I think that's probably the biggest learning curve coming out of this COVID thing is how adaptable we are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, humans as themselves, we are very adaptable. Yeah. Um, which is why we survive, right? Like, yeah. yeah. I don't, yeah, I guess that's true what you said before that people who just sat back and watched what happened and, you know, Ask for maybe a they out. just, yeah, yeah, yeah hand up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like, I don't know, call it a bride or whatever it is, but it's kind of like I was like, okay. I'm going to make this. I'm going to be able to yeah. pay my pill, bills and, and, you know, like I need to. Yeah, it is. Um, not just I need not to. Lay down and die. I want to do it. Yeah, because you, like, and again, this, I suppose it will touch back on your past, but like, you've always been very competitive, mm-hmm. like uh, in things you've done and it's been a joy for you. So like, yeah. you know, having that change is, um, you know, similar to myself is it brings out an excitement because like, ha, yeah. new challenge, let's do it. It's yeah. like, you, you almost pep talk yourself up into it. Yeah. 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 yeah that's really Completely. cool. Completely. Um, that's interesting. Cool. Let's go on to the next one about, um, what do you love about the industry? I know we already said some things, but yeah. I'm um, like, what do you, what do you love most about the fitness industry? And like, um, you know, what's, uh, what, where do you see yourself from now? Mm, yeah. 
you know, maybe I'm a bit negative, but um, but first thing when you ask that question, I just all the stuff that comes into my mind is like all the stuff that I dislike in this industry. Let's, let's, no, 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 let's, no, let's do it. Like, <laughs> this, you're probably the first person to say what you don't like in this industry, so go for it. No, <laughs> no it's that obviously there's a lot of things. Like, okay, yeah. one big thing that I, I must say is that maybe, um, maybe because we are social creatures we are relationships and everything is kind of like it's it's really important um so it's a really lonely lonely industry in in a sense like even especially in a box gyms that we work out 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 of um i guess that's the only thing that i'm a little bit lacking that you know having that um that you know colleagues that you can Fully, everybody kind of sees maybe each other as a yeah. competition Don't get to or sit down like this and like talk on a um, yeah. know, intimate type of level or like connective type level. I mean to say, yeah, is, um, because you know you're all in your own lane in a way, and you're like got clients and you know you're yeah. not going to get time to sit yeah. down unless you make time, obviously. But you know, you've got to make time to train or something. Yeah, but yeah, I, I agree. So fun. of course, there's people are busy as well. Like I'm busy and and I don't really feel like hanging out at the gym too much after my clients i don't even really train at at the gym where i work from with my clients anymore but there's a reason for it like why not like it would be nice to have a space where you're happy to hang out and actually after the client sessions when you have that um break to have that little like you know let's train together or let's you know have that group of people um so that's probably the only thing and i know it's not across the industry because there's different type of gyms yeah, um, yeah. that people work from but I guess it's just yeah I, I don't even know if I can blame the industry for it I'm, I can just blame myself for uh, choosing yeah. where I work I guess I, I think like and this is the thing that um, if you don't mind me touching on but again mm. like going back to CrossFit what the greatest thing about that is community oh, totally. within the gym mm-hmm. and that's, that's what I love about that completely like um, yeah like as, as a way of bringing people together yeah and you know having one goal of you know um, being fitter stronger faster or whatever yeah. you know whatever the model is of that gym yeah is um, that's where that makes that sort of environment really uh, growth orientated yeah yeah and, um, and community based. exactly so yeah. it would be nice to obviously create that to some certain level with I have that with my clients obviously and yeah. and good thing is that I've introduced so many of my clients whether it's been Christmas Christmas to get together or whether it's been like I see two or three people who are just similar levels similar goals and I'm Put just like together. hey guys let's let's train together yeah um, and then they become friends yeah. and catch up um, outside the gym or something and and you know so that's amazing um, but yeah to to maybe get that um, so it's a it's a lonely industry in, in general for yes. for us trainers working from um, box gyms I guess yeah. Um, yeah. not saying that it's um, rebels fault or box gyms fault or anything I think it comes from us as trainers how we how we um, interact with each other yeah that's, um, a, that's a good point I like that actually that's probably something I can, like personally I can think about in the future mm. is um, you know how can you create more community within the space you work yeah. like, that's that's really cool I like that um, what's some other things before you go to things you love what are some other things you just like uh, in the industry no I actually don't even have anything else oh, okay. that I don't really, really <laughs> like uh, no <laughs> that was just probably something that I was I was um, thinking about um, it makes it it becomes more question. evident I suppose when you're um, when you spend your time in a very community based 
based box, um, mm. yeah, a CrossFit box, I suppose yeah. is the term, um, to being in a commercial gym where people will just put the headphones in and do their thing. Yeah, it's, totally. um, it's a very different environment, and that's where you see the difference between the gyms in themselves, the way the um, you know the setup, I suppose, like um, yeah, you know, you get uh, what I suppose. On the small scale, you get the studios where it's like one-on-one PT and, you know, everyone knows everyone and they all interact. And then on the next thing, you got like your boxer, box-type CrossFit gyms where it's community-based. And as you get bigger and member-based, that's where things spread out. I suppose. Of course. Like, yeah. It's a natural evolvement. Is yeah. that the word? Yeah, even? sure. We got that, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's just how it is. But yeah. it's just, um, then it goes to the point where, you know, like you keep seeing on there, literally like yourself, um, pre, we see each other pre-COVID, every day. yeah. <laughs> well, but we yeah. talk, and you kind of like refreshing um, exception to yeah. to this. Um, and I'm not saying I'm saying I think at the moment all the PTs are saying hello, and it's it's really friendly and all that. Yeah. But I'm talking about also like how the the whole kind of like the environment there is. It's just you know you see some member coming in. Me and like yourself, we're there from six a.m. to like midday or something like that most of the days. And they come every morning the same time. They do their workout, but they don't even say hello. Yeah. They see you there every day, five days a week. And it's just like, it's a, some ways, um, human nature just surprises me sometimes. Yes, it's like, really? this is true. Yeah. Just yeah. say hi. Yeah, it's not that hard. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> yeah. I like that. Sometimes I just jump out from people. Hey. Yeah. Um, yeah, all right. Let's go into some things you love about the industry. What are, what are some um, positives or takeaways? Um, well, as a, like, you know, as a trainer, I really love the fact, obviously, because I, that's why I even started in this in this business and industry is that it's up to me. I get I get to decide where, how, when, and what. Yes. And yep. I really like that. Um, so, you know, and for example, like where I work, I get to decide that as well. So, of yep. course, anyone can change their job and go from different office to another office or something like that. But, but yeah, there's definitely different atmospheres in different even in the box gyms and I'm, I'm really happy with like working from Revel now how yep. big the gym is and how responsive the management we normally get what we need yeah, yeah, yeah. like I got my female all the bars and and all that yes, like yeah. it doesn't really happen um I don't have too much um experience obviously so I can't generalize like, yeah, yeah but what we corporate hear. run gyms like I think yeah. that's the best thing that's what I love about Revo's you can literally create your own brand. Yeah. You can create your own um, niche. Yeah. Um, and you, they leave you alone. Yeah. Like as long as <laughs> they you leave you alone. Yeah, as long as you don't call them idiots or like yeah. say anything bad. Like yeah, they, because I remember you saying that your background, you started at the gym where everything was quite um, um, very, very structured. Yeah. To the point where it was ridiculous, like micromanage, I suppose is okay, the best word. Yeah. So um, yeah, the standards were set for things that you know didn't make sense after you've yeah. been there too long if that makes sense yeah. it's like you know very much like oh you know if you eat gluten you'll die if you drink milk you'll die oh like, yeah yeah oh, so it's not right here yeah <laughs> it's like are your clients eating gluten i'm like I swear there's more important things to be thinking about <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like they didn't believe yeah, okay. in like you know things yeah. like they didn't believe in counting calories or steps or yeah. things like that where now I use those sort of tools now as more of a um, way to measure. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. so like things like that. So going from a place that was managed like that to a place that's like, hey, Cash, bye, Cash. That's as much as you, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, that's are you, you okay get. today, Cash? I'm great. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like Caitlin, yeah. like, use Caitlin as an example. He's such a good, um, he's such a good NG. And um, yeah. I, I sat down with Andrew last year just about 
to um, talk to him just to pick his brain on you know how he got yeah. to where he was yeah um, and his story and he said like the you know one of the tips he gave me was surround yourself with people that um, you know are going to do your business well um, yeah. he said that's the biggest thing people that can that you like and you know do people who are already there I guess and yeah. that's why yeah yeah and like yeah. you know having having um, a good team yeah um, was what he was saying and someone like Kaylin like he's such a positive person yeah. in Claremont like I know yeah. he gets stressed sometimes oh yeah totally yeah, <laughs> but, but he handles it no really well no wonder yeah he does <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so completely. yeah that's, that's definitely one thing um, if we're talking particular about Revo uh, that I love about yeah. yeah 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 Um, other things I guess from business perspective what I love about this is obviously it's it's you who I need to hold myself accountable. Yeah, you like can't blame if, anyone, eh? No, yeah. no. Yeah. So there's been times when, you know, you, you look at your um, online banking and you look at your bank account and um, and you clap yourself on the shoulder and you're like, yeah, yeah done well, <laughs> like awesome. And then when it's not where you want it to be, like, oh, okay, I could have done better. Yeah, you got to hustle. Yeah, and then yeah. straight away you get on it because it's not like you just like come home from work and... and you can just, you just leave it there. Turn your phone off and turn your laptop off. It's yeah. Like you still got to work. Yeah. yeah. And it's definitely like, I guess, um, going back to the learnings, but I guess running business on your own, you know, like any business really, not just fitness industry. You just, you know that if you're not giving that 110%, you are not going to, for example, if, if money is the measure, you're not going to make what you want to make or what you need to make. Um, but every time when you put a little bit of extra effort, sometimes it feels like so effortless even. Like you're like, yeah. shit, I did the best month in, you know, five years. Yeah. And all I've had, I've had fun. Yeah, know? exactly. That's, like that's the enjoyable. That's the best part about it is you really do get to, and I suppose like you're um, similar to myself in a way, but you go from this, you go from earning a wage for the amount of hours you work a week and then you go from working probably half half the amount of hours you used to get paid for but working twice as much yeah. unpaid um and that, yeah. that's a mindset shift in itself isn't it yeah. like, did you find that coming into the industry oh, oh yeah totally and uh, what i always say to people who are still in corporate friends and, and and family is like yes i remember how it was to sit in the office for eight to ten hours when it's relatively free, like I can open the Facebook once a, once a you know, couple hours and go and flick through for five minutes while I sip my coffee and get up and go and, you know, go to the toilet if I need to. Yeah. <laughs> but this, if I got back to back to back to back clients, because not just, you know, like, because I'm busy and I want to fit in everybody who wants to train with me, yeah. then I'm... There goes five, six hours and I've been just holding in and <laughs> I really need to go to yeah. the bathroom or something, you know, and you just give everything. Like, yes. again, if you don't give 110%, it's, um, I wouldn't want to go to the um, coach or trainer myself, which I obviously, you know, go at the moment as well. I got coaches and trainers for yeah. myself yeah. and I wouldn't want to go if I could sense that they're like... 50% there something you can tell like so, yeah. so the same amount of like you I think five hours training clients full on hands on 110% is the same than eight to ten hours at so the, the office yeah yeah 100% it's such a it's such a um, 
like and again you you might work another five six hours on extra like it could be admin for example it could be you know your marketing it could be yeah. checking the books or taxes it's like all that extra stuff that you um you got to do that you wouldn't have yeah done. you're not getting yeah. paid for that yeah, but no. then again you kind of do indirectly yes because when you do all that everything and, lines up yeah. and runs smoothly yeah, yeah all like of a sudden a, it's effortless it's like okay you know yeah you get a little process um yeah. I was actually talking about Max the other day he was asking like what's my day schedule like I was like I used to try to get everything done early in the week as much as I could and now I just space out over seven days like I just pick one day where I just focus on one thing you know it might just be the books or yeah. it might just be marketing that day so you um, work um, seven days a week basically you yeah have, you yeah yeah it's you like, like you said it's, it becomes effortless when you mm. when you systemize it or you structure yeah. it throughout your week and if you you know after a few weeks or months of doing it it's just like ah, this is what I do today it's like yeah. it's not really work um, yeah. like it is but it isn't do you know what I mean like, yeah. yeah yeah you so. do for yourself after all it's like yeah yeah um yeah cool uh let's go to the last question so what advice would you give to new pts coming into the industry <sighs> well this is i feel like i i got so much things so many things to learn still myself yeah, yeah, that's and all right. that. like, so it's, it feels like well i'm not really what well, kind of seniors i guess compared yeah, to like uh let's let's put it this way you've been you've been in the industry for five years mm. right there's probably only i think it's like less than 10% of new PTs make it past three years. Yeah, that so is true. So yeah. you put yourself in the top... Senior. <laughs> yeah, like you probably put yourself in the top 5% of personal trainers yeah. in ways of just being able to survive and thrive. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, you've got something And still you. loving it, not burnt out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like you still love what you do. Like it really is, um, in a way, one of the best jobs in the world because yeah. one, you get to manage yourself. Um, uh, it's totally up to you. Yeah. Um, and then you get to help people. Like, and yeah. Yeah. And you get to see people's results, which is, it makes you, it makes oh, you feel good, doesn't awesome. it? awesome, yeah. Like, it's yeah. such an amazing feeling when you get a message from a client, like, yeah, oh my God, I fit into these yeah. pants today, or I fit into that dress. And you're just it like, is ah. good, yeah. It's like, that's good, yeah. Or, or more so, like, with the success stories, I have to say, like, I feel that um, I take uh, before and after photos because I use my app, yeah. which I store everything. And sometimes people don't even, like, they get to this mindset, which I've been trying to, um, like I've adapted myself so it's not about like too much appearance anymore it's like I've always been a PT with performance over appearance yeah um so I know it's it's a maybe a little bit different there but especially because you got backgrounds helping um Olivia through their some of their fitness shows yes, and, yeah, yeah. and you know all that stuff but um you know um of course my days in the appearance wise was there and that's yeah. how it all started but uh, with the clients, I think it's amazing when they kind of like adapt that mentality that it's more important. They come to a gym and they want to nail that clean or they want to nail, like they yeah, want to get that one. Yeah, and they want to yeah. get that one, um, not, not necessarily muscle up, but um, like a pull up, you know. Yeah, some skill, pull up, or uh, they can hold a handstand for, for 10 seconds. Um, after you know a couple months training and, yeah. and all that and they get so excited about these kind of like skills by product by doing all this training and nailing those certain exercises and movements is the appearance just starts improving Confidence. yeah and it yeah. starts improving like you start losing weight and you start losing that um, that um, you know muscle um, definition a little bit better and all that yeah. so you've done some changes so you're mindful about this, like, okay, I eat more vegetables, for example, and drink more water and basics. 
Um, but they come to the gym and train because they they really focused on that one. Yes. Getting stronger, getting yeah. getting um, more flexible, or be able to run the five k, yeah. and that becomes the thing. And then I show them the photo from like six months ago. Like yeah. this is you. That's the best thing, isn't it? And yeah. you send it to them, and I'm like, holy shit! I didn't even know I had those back rows. <laughs> you know, like yeah. yeah, because you never wanted to look at your own photo, and you never look at your back from the mirror. You yeah. always look front, and like yeah, you've done massive change, and they don't even realize it. They're just like, well, I've had fun. Yeah. So that's when I feel like okay, I've I've mission accomplished. These people are gonna keep going because it's not about like I need to lose weight and get the abs. And, you know, <laughs> for some people it is, but still. You know, yeah, no, exactly. Like that, that, I'm a big believer. If you if you're focusing on performance, the and that's why I used to market myself as a transformation coach. Yeah. Um, and again, it's only a title. It's not really you know specifics, but mm. now I market myself as a strength coach and. Um, I, I manipulate that in a way so people focus on performance. They yeah. focus on strength because when they're stronger, when they're moving better, moving more functionally, um, they're, they're generally in a better posture because yeah. you've got to correct those little things, right? Um, they generally got more confidence. Uh, they probably have a better relationship with their you know with themselves. Their family <laughs> yeah. with themselves and their family they probably perform better at work because they've got more energy they got you know they sit up brighter they, they yeah. open their voice more like little things it's just a byproduct of being um, performing better is looking better and feeling I know better. So, I know exactly yeah, yeah that, and that's a message I'd give to new PTs is just yeah. you know don't um, don't close yourself from everything look at how you can market yourself and help people through performance, not just appearance. Yeah, um, yeah. Which I, I think is what you're saying there. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what yeah. I actually went back a little bit, but yeah, that is a good actually new um, for the new PTs. But yeah, in yeah, we we learn by doing. Yes, this, this is the thing. Yeah. So you just have to get out there and do and trial and error. Like in general, if you keep the basics in mind, you can't break anyone. Yeah. Um, but you try not to. <laughs> yeah, please don't. But um, but that's the basic thing that we get before we even get our qualifications. That safety first with yes. everything. Yeah. Um, the other thing is which I kind of like realize but it comes down to that marketing thing as well, like how you market yourself. So yeah. before you even think how you market yourself, try to find that thing so that you don't even think about it's marketing. You just like. Honestly, put your out there, put yourself yeah. out there, and yeah. it's your passion. So, for me, it's like performance over appearance. So I'm not posting photos of myself um, posing, um, or or really not much, you know, um, like just in my sports crop tops and stuff like that. I'm more posting like when I'm doing something that I think it's cool. Yeah. For me, it's cool. Yeah, exactly, and that's you know, and people. You should appreciate that more. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I really honestly, that. I was doing it from my perspective because obviously I still get, it's not, still people are telling me that, hey, if you were posting this and this kind of photos, you would probably get more followers. Uh, and yeah. and it's, it's okay, reasons. honestly. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, yeah all yeah. the wrong re- reasons. But yeah, you know, I just, um, I think it's just not me. Like even if I had, if, even if I got and decided to get really lean and, and all that, maybe there would be a little bit more crop top photos, but I'm not saying that in a in a yeah. way that I I want the followers. It's more like, am I going to start? Is that you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and am I going to start? Because what am I getting if I post that stuff? I get people who want that transformation that's totally against my philosophy, 
building yes. skills and 100%. building strength and getting yeah. your body moving and doing these amazing things that our bodies are capable of doing and designed to do um, instead of just like looking at yourself in the mirror. And that's totally against what the trend is and what, what millennials yeah. and every, every like what it is at the moment. Yeah, but yeah. that's just, maybe I'm old school. No, no, I, no, I love it. Like I'm, I'm very similar in a way is, um, you know, like trying to pull people away from this thing that you have to have abs. Mm. You don't have to have abs. Mm. Like if you if you want to eat like a normal person, you probably won't have abs. Yeah. Like that's what I tell people. It's like, yeah. do you want to be a robot? Like I'm like, you know, do you do you want to have to wake up this time, eat at this time, yeah. train at that time, eat at this yeah. time, sleep at this time? They're like, yeah. oh, I don't know if I can do that. I'm like, can you do it for the next six months? Like I really can't do that. I'm like, well, you're probably not gonna get there. Yeah. And I've like, been trying to be honest with people is um, you know, a, a, a challenge in itself yeah. is um, you know, trying to tell people look. Like, you know, is this realistic? And that, that's... How much that's, you want it. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that's what you get when you advertise yourself as, uh, you know, like a shirt off PT or something like that. Mm. Is, um, yeah, it's people like, oh, I want to look like that. And it's like, oh, there's so much work that goes into it. How about we just get you stronger? Like, yeah. how about we get you in your case? But there's like, work in that uh, too. Yeah. But then I guess, yeah. Like, it's, it's very measurable though, isn't it? Like strength, for example, it could yeah. be, you know, going no pull-ups to a pull-up. Like yeah. that's that's a hundred percent difference. I know. Like if you like if you like numbers, um, you know, mm. if you go from you know one pull up to three pull ups, it's a two hundred percent difference. Yeah. If you if you if you like you know finance, that's yeah, that's amazing progress, and people don't realize that sometimes. Yeah, or, and it's yeah. main uh, sustainable. Yes. You can maintain it with a, a a lot less effort than goes into getting there. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like building that strength for a one or two or ten. Uh, bodyweight pull-ups yeah um it's a lot of work obviously um it's relative so whoever you know wherever it's just what is your starting point but it's a lot of work but maintaining that but then every you know you can go and get those abs but maintaining it yeah <laughs> it's probably not doable for most people yeah um I not agree. not in the long run like you just probably yes. can't do it yeah. all the time yeah, so you get you, there you, you see you take a couple photos and then yeah. yes i did look like that last december <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly know? yeah be, not anymore yeah be proud of that and that's uh, again that's such a such almost a not taint but i suppose like a back black brush on the industry is that everyone goes oh i want to i want to look like that person on instagram it's like well you look like this. Yeah. Like you can probably look a little bit better than that in four yeah. weeks, a little bit better than that in another four weeks. Yeah. Looking like that, that's just a completely different body. Yeah. Um, do you find you get that in yourself and your own clients? Like oh, some yeah. People, they're like, oh, yeah. look like that on Instagram. It's like, oh, yeah, Sometimes, but I guess I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm so performance over appearance yes, person that yeah. I don't think I draw those people yeah. um, really too much. People who are very um, appearance orientated, they just tend to go to other PTs. Yeah. Um, um, I think just... that's a really important point there mm. is knowing your values. Cause like you mm. value that performance over appearance. And yeah. if there's one advice, uh, you know, if you could take away from that to new PTs is know your values. Like know what you value in yourself as a as a trainer, yeah, um, and what you value yourself in ways of results as well. Like, yeah, and this yeah. is the like do, find your thing. So this was what I wanted to also say before we again go. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's fine. <laughs> but like, find that niche. Find that um, that little like a. Um, if you don't have the sport or niche, you know, obviously there's, there's footy boys training, footy boys and doing that stuff. Yeah. And rugby, you know, all ex-out rugby players are yeah. doing more of that. And, and, but if you don't have that niche, like try everything. Yeah. So this is... Train everyone. <laughs> you don't have to get really good at it, 
but try from F45 to Pilates to, and whether you're male or female, by the yeah, way, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you're planning on um, training both genders, get to that Pilates class, um, go do yoga, um, go for running classes, like if, if whatever, CrossFit, powerlifting, like, and yeah, there's, there's endless things. Like try, try yeah. everything to see what would be your thing. And then, um, what, what, what you, you know, what drives you. And then obviously, you know, taking the courses, because I think any personal training qualification, um, which you basic. do <laughs> is very basic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's something that I that I realized straight away when I started as a full time PT. So uh, when I started every every year, I've taken one bigger course, uh, excluding this year because it's ended up being a little bit weird. This twenty twenty. That's a little bit so weird. So there's, there's a couple of seminars that got, um, for example, during this three months that yeah. got um, got cancelled or rescheduled. So I don't know what's happening there, but. Um, but yeah, like couple to mention a couple things that I highly recommend. Luke Lehman's Muscle Nerds yeah, he's great. Yeah. is um, is amazing, and all that um, content that they post, um, Muscle Nerds he- um, Health, on um, Instagram and yes, all that. Instagram, like it's yeah, yeah. it's it's really good. Um, but these seminars are, are highly recommended. Um, then obviously for myself, it was yoga. Yoga teacher training, which brought a lot more, which I didn't know is possible, but the whole anatomy um, that comes with 200-hour yoga course, just like, obviously, a lot of it was repetition, but from different point of view, like it was the yoga point of view instead of the the training and high intensity or, or, you know, that stuff. So um, that was really, really helpful. and then um, the latest one that I took was the CrossFit uh, Level 1 Trainer course, yep. which is by far the best course to learn literally three to five simple cues to give your clients when they're doing basic lifts, yes. basic things like squatting, even um, I think we covered snatch as well, which is not basic, it's, it's really, really technical, but cleans, um, deadlift, um, you know, push brass, something yes. like that. Yep. So overheads, yep. basic cues. And I've heard that strength and conditioning seminar does the similar thing, but still not to the point what, what CrossFit um, was. So it wasn't just CrossFit. It was literally just how to teach people to move efficiently With like and without cues. Yeah, one yeah, word cues or two word sometimes. cues. Yeah. yeah, amazing ones. Like, and literally after that course couple of the clients that i just couldn't find the cues that worked for them or i just i just didn't know how to teach them i thought that the deadlift is never going to happen here with heavy weights or heavier weights that we've done because there's going to be a injury or something and then those couple cues that i brought back from that course that person all, all of a sudden i'm like it was never you. It was always me. <laughs> always me. Love it. Yeah. You know. So so definitely taking courses, putting money because all those courses are a couple grand worth. So it yeah. is an investment, but it comes back multiple times. Yes. When 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 you do that, um, listen podcasts and the yeah. biggest thing I think, get yourself a trainer. Yes. Get yourself a coach or trainer who's who's done this like ten or fifteen or twenty years and you look up to and there's something that you can learn or if there's something that you have no idea about but you want to know 
um, how to do that. And for me, it's been all lifting. Yep. So even back um, when I started in Rebel, there was um, a personal trainer called Dan Darvel. Um, and he's really big in, he used to be a CrossFit, um, or he, he is a CrossFit level one coach as well, or trainer as well, but he was really big in calisthenics and movement and um, breathing, breathing yeah. yoga, yeah. Um, all that stuff. And calisthenics, I was like, I saw what he was doing. I was like, holy, this is <laughs> a like new world. crazy next yeah. level way. Yeah. 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 So then I got into ring muscle ups, like doing strict ring muscle ups. And he gave me the drills and I was doing them for three months. And then I finally got my first um, strict ring muscle up. And, you know, again, the skill base. So it's, you know, <laughs> they're kind of like learning something but yeah people who you look up to um go to them and and get them to explain you things or teach you things ask the questions because Mm. if you're not if you don't ask if you're if you're paying someone for this um to learn yeah you're not asking questions you're selling yourself short so ask all the questions question everything i think that's uh I think it's one big takeaway I had is, um, I suppose, yourself in those things is, yeah. if you don't know, say ask. Because yeah. someone's bound to tell you the right answer eventually. Yeah. Yeah, completely. Cool. Um, that's, that's pretty it. much it, Miller. Is there anything yeah. else you want to touch on? No, I think I need a glass of water after this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, thank you Miller's, for having me. That's okay. Miller's uh, link will be at the bottom of the podcast for her website. Please for, check out what she does and see all the amazing results of her clients. Thank you. See ya.